are listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loud-mouthed movie cynic. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? Guest stars! Guest stars. Guest stars. Yes. So are they lined up outside, ready to come on in? Ha! <laughs> I wish. That'd be fun. <laughs> but what we're going to do, Kyle, is we were looking at our list of guest stars on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we're going to run down our, our roster here. And we're going we're gonna to talk about our guest stars in a loving, kind way. But we're going to try to slot them into movies. Yes. Like, if we had to take our guest star, pick whatever guest star it is, and cast them for a movie, mm-hmm. who would they be? And why? <laughs> All right? Excellent. I got the list here, Kyle. I'm going to pitch them to you, and you react. Wonderful. Or we could share the list. What do you want to do? We no. can share. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Either way. All right. All right. Let's start out with some of our uh, with some of our league leaders. We got we got to give top billing to yes, because you are stars, all of you, for coming on the show yes. and talking to us. We you you know what goes into it. We know what goes into it. And for our audience out there, uh, it takes a lot of time, you know, to coordinate and get these people in and they're donating a lot of their time. So thank you all to everybody that we've ever called that's answered the phone and has chatted with us for five minutes for coming in the studio. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Here we go. Let's begin with Andrea. Andrea. How you doing, Andrea? Shout out. Doing all right? Hala. It's between, (laughs) at this point, it's between Andrea, Aaron, and Josh, and we're going to start with those three, so there's that spoiler alert right there, (laughs) uh, for most appearances on the show. Okay. All right, Andrea. Andrea's great. She's been on the show many times, Uh, most famously, perhaps, for one of our earliest episodes, Rom-Coms. Rom-Coms. And for that reason, Kyle, I put our great guest star, Andrea, as the voice of reason friend in a typical rom-com. That's how I would cast her. Yes. You know, the, 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 the girl is... Uh, a stupid idiot in the movie and she's oh I miss him so much right and there's always a voice or family member of reason who who sets them straight so anyway I'm, I'm casting Andrea as the voice of reason in a rom-com Kyle what do you got Andrea doing well Andrea she might not like that by the way but <laughs> too bad my podcast <laughs> Andrea has always been incredibly focused on Character dynamics and promoting equality and Mm -hmm. that anybody can bring greatness to the table and that we can all get along and treat each other well. So I would put her in probably the surprise role of a politician that unites a tumultuous city or organization and brings everybody together and uh, does it in a way that is very intelligent and very focused with care very and uh, and brings together the people and is a is a leader for them. I think Kyle Kyle cast you better than I did on There you go. That's, that's good. All right. Next up, Aaron. 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 Aaron has been on the show a lot. Mm-hmm. And we, we, Aaron, we love you. He's always down to come into the studio no matter what the topic. Sometimes I snatch him up at the last minute. He's like, sure, I'll come in. Um, what do I have for Aaron here? And this is great because I'll, I'll share what I have and then gives Kyle time to think about Aaron okay. and generate his response. But I had written here that he would be the, uh, the, he'd be the cynical scientist in a sci-fi movie <laughs> who is, who's, like, who's mumbling and, and trying to give people the warnings 
but not being outspoken enough because Aaron's pretty soft spoken. Mm-hmm. You know, in our podcast, even in his, he's very soft spoken. He's a great educator and all that, but he's pretty soft spoken. So he'd be the the sort of scientist that knows what's he sees the writing on the wall mm-hmm. and he's trying to like calmly warn everybody. And unfortunately, he also dies in the movie <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't have the energy and he doesn't have the he doesn't have the aggressiveness to either. You know, fend for himself and and fuck it. If you're not gonna listen to me, then I'm gonna listen to myself. Peace. You know. And he goes out on his own terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do you? Yeah, got for that's Aaron? funny because I had a very similar uh, thing for Aaron. So Aaron. So like we were saying on with what Andrea brings to the table, uh, Aaron. Every time he's been in there, has some very insightful and deep theorized uh, intelligence that always never ceases to surprise me. So Aaron would be the hermit. Who, when they're when they're yes. looking for the solution, there's this like fabled individual that has the knowledge that nobody's talked about, has been out of the game for a while. You know, whatever the game is, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to it, fucking Armageddon. I don't know. A giant meteorite is coming in or whatever. But Aaron's tucked away in the hills of California or you know Tibet somewhere and he's holed up and he's got all this knowledge and nobody ever listened to him he's got his manuscripts couldn't get published and here's Aaron with all the the great knowledge in the world and people are finally banging on his door and they're like it's too late what do we do how do we save it and Aaron comes to the aid of the people and and saves the day oh damn Kyle yeah well you piggied a little bit on mine I did we we, we combined for a good casting there with Aaron Mm -hmm. well done yeah Next up. Thanks, Andrea. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Our next guest star, and perhaps, you know, right there, we said it earlier, top three easily, Josh. Josh. Hey, Josh. How you doing, man? What's up? All right. Here's how I have Josh. Josh is also in a sci-fi movie. Okay. But he is the intellectual comic relief mm-hmm. in the sci-fi movie. Super intelligent, and yet super charismatic. And here's the twist, though. Okay. He's the guy that unexpectedly sacrifices himself for the good of the group. Because Josh also has, correct me if I'm wrong, a really big, generous heart. He sure does. So I have him as the guy that everybody loves. He's the lean, he's the, you know, you can lean on him for the joke early in the movie and he's funny and yet he's also uh, poignant with the scientific facts and he keeps everybody thinking clearly in moments of, of stress and panic and all that stuff. But then ultimately he steps up and sacrifices himself. So, sorry, you die too, man. <laughs> But, you know, this you probably, is going to be a running theme you every prob- guest you know, you, Josh probably realizes that the one way to stop the aliens is to do this, that, that thing based on their biology or based on some sort of physics experiment he had run. And he, you know, when everybody looks at each other, he, he stops being funny. He, becomes, he steals himself and he sacrifices himself. So wow. the guy that was previously the comic relief is suddenly the, the, shining, the knight in shining armor. What do you think about that? Josh, that's great. That's a great analysis. Right. Josh, in my mind is in a high fantasy film and ah, and better. he is a court jester in disguise because he's secretly an assassin king from a rivaling uh i guess fucking kingdom i don't know Re- <laughs> reigning reigning group from yonder and there's a big moment where everybody's having this great dinner and they're feasting and josh as the court jester plays a song on his lute and then fires an arrow out of it and kills the king and escapes on some like airship that he's built and like flies away and then uh 
fucking dominates the world. Gets the last laugh. Yes. He does, he always gets that, he always has that the last laugh. Ha ha! As he flies away, <laughs> back to his kingdom. That's Josh. So that's you. Josh in my mind. There you go, good. Josh. Excellent. All right, next up for multiple appearances, you know, we're, we're starting getting into like the, the people who have come in like two or maybe even fewer times. Uh, Sonia. Sonia. All right, Sonia. How you doing, Sonia? Been on the show, I think, at least three times. Yeah. Either way, good appearances. I have her as the kind, generous mother figure in a coming-of-age drama of sorts. Mm. Like, perhaps, single mom raising a daughter. Uh, kind of like, I guess, mermaids. Well, mermaids had, like, three daughters, right? <laughs> I'm a share in mermaids. Um, or beaches. Wasn't that similar, right? Beaches. Or... Anyway, Sonia, I, I, be, I might be way off the mark here, but I'm putting you in a beaches and or... Um, mermaids kind of role. Kyle, do you know those two movies? Wow, I, do. I can you believe I've, I've seen mermaids? I can't believe with fucking Cher and, I and can't Christina Ricci. That that's where that's where we're at right now. All right, you you wow. find something for Sonya. Okay, so Sonya has every time she's been on the show, uh, she's always a lot of fun. She's very quick witted. She has all sorts of very deep understanding of personal uh, interactions. She's yes. very inter and extra personal with everybody um great emotional intelligence yes emotional intelligence there you go so sonia would be in a film that depicts the uh the trope of the manic pixie dream girl and shatters the stereotype of the manic pixie dream girl, Kyle, you're so good at this. Man. And just and just the the film is one of those satirical uh, genre films that that just breaks the mold and is revolutionary. And it's starring Sonia. She's a star. <laughs> Jesus, there you go. Man, that's great. All right, we're moving on. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel's been on the show a lot lately. All right. Uh, movie dates, Oscars, what else? Um, decades. Mm-hmm. All right. Rachel, I have nothing written here so far, Kyle. You want to start us off? Can yeah, let's think, think about Rachel. Rachel loves movies. Yep. Rachel is a great costumer. Um, she's a great seamstress as well. Rachel is endlessly an educator, an educator, a scientist, wonderfully kind and nice to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, and a great laugh. A great laugh. What a laugh. I got something for her. Okay. Hit it. Something, an 80s retro piece, right? Because she loves talking about things from the past. She, you know, I'm thinking decades, and she enjoys that, you know, um, Stranger Things as throwbacks to Goonies mm-hmm. and Stand By Me and stuff like that. And she loves when things are relaunched and rebooted and whatnot. But how? What's what's the, that, that 80s retro piece? Not, 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 not enough, right? I don't know. Maybe we can invent a genre. Like, a lot of... A lot of Re- movies that try to like throw it back to the 80s 80s retro piece and she's a professor at a college and she's yes. like the cool professor at college that like expands minds and you know reaches the kids <laughs> yeah but not in that cliched way of like oh they're from uh-huh. the inner city and they're both you know like <laughs> right. Michelle Pfeiffer or stand and deliver no, yeah. shit. no a totally new form of that yes. professor connecting with their students uh-huh. kind of thing, right? Not, not the cliched stuff because I thought like, almost every 80s retro movie is about like how fun and happy-go-lucky the 80s were and like tube socks and summer camp, <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about? Like, I do. No, none of that. Like an 80s retro piece but grounded in like 
in intellectualism, mm-hmm. right? I think that's where we're going with this, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. So long talks. But yeah, still, but big laughs. Long too. talks at karaoke bars with, you know, students and things about high scientific principles and how to better the world. But knowing when to cut loose and have fun. Very good. I like it. All right, next up, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah was with us for uh, trailers, movie trailers, mm-hmm. Indiana Jones trilogy. And I believe that's it so far, but that's two appearances. Man, right? you have such a great memory for yeah. all this. Um, Sarah- it has been two years now. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, well, hey. Um, you know, these are all friends. Two right? years of guest stars and friends. We got a lot of fucking guest we stars. We sure have. It's one of the th- hey, loud on the set is always keeping it fresh. We're always doing good new things. Anyway, back to you, Sarah. Keeping it fresh. Sarah, to <laughs> me, is similar to Aaron, but a little bit more of the cynical, I told you so kind of stuff. <laughs> Right? Sarah would be the one that maintains a safe distance from all the risk and all the danger and all that stuff because she's prepped, you know? She is prepped. And uh, she's the type that would be that would do the shrug of the shoulders when shit went down. It was like, I told you, right? I told you. And uh, definitely survives the catastrophe, definitely survives everything because she's she has that uh, foresight and that vision. Um, and so... The people who are, are appreciative of that in the, in our disaster movie, if you will, or our science fiction mm-hmm. destructive da da, uh, connect well with her. But then the people who who you know the naysayers don't, you know, right? There's, they're definitely warring factions, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like her saying that, yeah, right, <laughs> right. What do you think? So here's the deal. With, here's the deal with Sarah. Sarah blows my mind every time I talk to her because she has such a brilliant encyclopedic knowledge of so much stuff in the world just like you're saying prepared Mm -hmm. so what i would do is i would mad max fury road this shit oh and i would put sarah in the post-apocalyptic wasteland where using her knowledge of anthropological study and all sorts of sciences and her her impressive Use of textiles and uh, and all of her skills that she has DIY it's, and whatnot. Yeah. Yes, exactly. She would put together the utopia in the dystopia, and it would be self-sustaining and off the grid, so that you know there would never be a time where people would be riding their insane. <laughs> Yes, guzzling death machines through her camp because she would have figured it all out. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and it's beautiful. <laughs> I would put her in something similar to that. Uh, hey, this episode brought to you by some aluminum can yes. being opened. Mm. Uh, coming, not coming. What the fuck am I talking about? Uh, Children of Men. Uh, Remember, they go to that guy's off the grid spot. Now, he's yep. a little bit more eccentric. Sarah wouldn't be the eccentric one, but she'd be the one that you wouldn't be surprised when the. Uh, when the shelter door opened, if you will, and yes. there she is standing with a, a mm-hmm. hot cup of tea, like. Huh. Yes. You came around. You know? <laughs> here's your, here's some, would you like some Earl Grey? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be ready. All right, next up, Kyle. You ready? Yes. Oh, boy. We, this is, we got guest stars This is fun. Out the wazoo. Love all our guest stars. Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer joined us really early on, Disaster mm-hmm. Movies, where we talked about volcanoes forever. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't mean to insult that, but we got, we got caught up on volcanoes. And she came back for um, Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, that, that was fun. But Jennifer is probably the guest star with the, the longest gap in between appearances on the show. Yeah. She's like in the single digits and then like episode 80-something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Jennifer, we love you. Jennifer, to me, is in the the story. She's She is the title character of some story of someone going through a struggle. A person who works hard, um, 
and uh, ultimately is struggling either in studies or balancing jobs and her situation is weighing on her and ultimately she overcomes it all. You know, like working girl, um, kind of rags to riches sort of story. That's what I would put her in. You Interesting. Know? There'd have to be struggle. It's, it's She's the one person, she's the protagonist and she has a couple of um, people that accompany her on the journey but really she achieves most of it like on her own. She's a really self-made rags to riches overcome the struggle kind of character and just totally dismantles the patriarchy like that's how the film ends is. that that's part of the that's <laughs> one of the many struggles, perhaps the biggest struggle that she overcomes yeah. i was going to do the same thing it's victorious uh, yes it's victorious. exactly yeah. and i was going to put her in the role of an indiana jones like character that would be a secret agent but would be uh the moonlighting secret agent and the day job would be as a quiet unassuming geologist who is you know playing undercover and then using her geology skills and her secret agent abilities takes down the patriarchy (laughs) yeah jennifer with volcanoes (laughs) (laughs) all of them in the volcanoes goodbye patriarchy in the volcanoes there you go jen that's the best thing i can i can think of (laughs) all right kyle i think this is our last um, multiple episode person. So wow. after this person, we'll get into a speed round. Okay. Sorry, everybody, but if you only have one episode, <laughs> if you only have one appearance, we got a speed round. Come here. back on the show. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Believe it or not, I think I think because we you know we're a well researched podcast. Yes, well researched. I think Richie, Richie, who is a new guest to the show, mm-hmm. but he's already been in two episodes. Yeah. Decades in time travel. Yep. Um, I think he's our latest, and this is such an easy one. Richie is the hip hop artist. He Boom. is indeed. He's the guy that. It has his daily nine to five grind, which is not horrible, but at the same time not totally fulfilling. It's somewhere in between, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like borderline mediocre. I don't know, like it's fine. Like it pays the bills, and he's doing great. He's doing it's fine. Fine. He's doing it's fine. Just fine, it's Richie. just fine, Richie. Fine, <laughs> Richie. But he aspires to much more, and the talent is there, mm-hmm. and it t- it's going to take something to to bring that talent to the surface. That's Richie. Yeah. That's Richie. And you know what does it is there's a zombie apocalypse and this movie turns satirical when Richie uses his intense lyrical abilities to stop the hordes of zombies in what is a massively huge budget spectacle film about zombie hip hop. There you go. <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, Kyle. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kind of get into a speed round here. Okay. We'll segue a little bit into a speed round with somebody who's been in studio once, but called in once too. So how about that for a nice? How about segment? it? And that is Aaron with an E. Aaron with an E. Right. Aaron as opposed to Aaron. <laughs> I'm such a linguistics guy. You know that, right? Anyway, do, Aaron. Indeed. Aaron was on the show for the lobster. The lobster. She did a great job. <laughs> But Aaron also called in for uh, Christmas Eve on Sesame Street or some Christmas movie episode. Yep. And she said, uh, go see, what was it, like Die Hard 2 or something like that. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? She blindsided me with a joke. But anyway, Aaron. Aaron, I have here Aaron as a quiet crusader. Mm. People, listeners, fans, fans, family, friends of the show don't know that Aaron's really big into documentaries because we did a lobster. But she loves documentaries and so I have her as the quiet crusader and some... Uh, dramatization of a real life events like this is based on true events mm-hmm. and she is the um, the quiet unassuming professional who slowly discovers some some 
some uh, some low level like environmental horror or educational horror societal uh, problem and uh, wants to believe that it's not as bad as it seems at first because it's sort of the mm. eternal optimist but then that switch eventually gets thrown when the evidence compiles and she moves into action interesting a quiet crusader who who ultimately tackles the problem and at the same time achieves increased enlightenment what do you think about Aaron Kyle I picture Aaron in a Blair Witch-esque movie where Whoa. she's hiking in, uh, I don't know, in the the Tennessee mountains somewhere, and then all of a sudden, shit gets bad, and they get lost, or there's, you know, some, some spookiness that's going on, and it turns into a horror film. And I don't know why, but I can just see Aaron surviving some horror movie situation using her soccer skills and athletic ability <laughs> and also her her nature guide training oh my to God. help overcome whatever <laughs> whatever the, the horrible situation is. Aaron stars in kick in the woods. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. That's where the first thing that popped into my mind. I'm trying to be genuine about this, you know? Alright, Kyle, I love, <laughs> so I love you that go. your idea was so different than mine. It's great. Okay, next up. Uh, next up is Rosie. Ah, yes. Rosie was on ghost four movies. ghost movies. And I don't give a fuck what you say. You've never seen a ghost. <laughs> Rosie. Uh, but Rosie's great. We love Rosie. I have Rosie. Um, she's in a comedy, and she's the social butterfly of that comedy. She's, the, she's not the star of the movie, um, but she's that character that pops in and out of everybody's lives and is planning the next big get-together, you know? And... Uh, I think the idea here is to try to come up with real movie life examples. I can't think of one right now, but mm. um, yeah, that's what she is. You know, she's she's funny, she's snappy, and she wants. To, she's the glue. She's the social glue that brings everybody together to have a good time. That's I Rosie. picture Rosie in this like penthouse apartment in like New York or something, where she's like the socialite of the town and is like revered like Howard Hughes, and there's like legend about her and like. People want to get into her parties and stuff and, you know, know what's going on in her life. And the whole movie revolves around people's interactions with, like, Rosie and, like, this amazing, like, secret penthouse apartment and, like, wow. life that she has. Almost Gatsby-esque. Yes, huh? Gatsby-esque. Oh, see, I made a tie-in right there. There you go. Nicely done. All right, Kyle, we're going to lightning it a little bit. Lightning round! Andy! Andy! Andy uh, did animation with us. Mm-hmm. Andy is that cynical wise ass in, in some movie. Like he's the guy that I wonder if he'll agree with that. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Maybe it's a comedy. Maybe yeah. You know, it's a rom com, and he's the one that's like, "Fuck that!" Like, just go out and have a good time. Forget her. They're all fucking this, that, and the other. You know, like the dismissive, cynical, been been burned enough to just be real and and funny, and yet. Um, yeah, there you go. That's what I got, Andy. Andy's in a rom com, and he's the he's the the cynic. I'd put Andy in your classic uh, shipwreck film where oh. he's stranded on the island and is all alone, like the uh, like the castaway situation, uh, and then is trying to find civilization and goes on an epic journey and, and quest inside of himself. Oh my goodness! Very good. Very different from what I said, but yeah, resourcefulness and and you know, and good being alone. You know, like Andy's mm-hmm. strong character by himself. All right, Kyle, speeding up the the lightning round real quick. 
Chris from Stupid Comedies. Chris. Chris is the fucking goofy stoner that survives all the horror movies. <laughs> right? Boom. That's all I got. That's a we're lightning round, right? Lightning round. So he's the guy from Cabin in the Woods who like has his makeshift bong and he smokes his own shit and somehow manages to survive everything until the very end. Chris is that friend. He's the he's the the comic relief. He's the the guy that you need on your side for that moment when he just like nails it every time with the one liners and yep. like everything. Um, <laughs> Chris is best. Allie. Allie. Oh my god. Allie actually Allie is in the similar category as Eric. She is she has one call studio in and one studio. Yeah. Uh, Allie, this is easy as well. Young girl in the city. Coming of age story. She's, Boom. She's living the movie right now. Yep. That's Allie right there. Uh, next up for you, Kyle, is Bing. Give Bing, Bing something quick. Bing is a uh, Bing is a, a chronological biopic of his life as told by his own buttery, smooth voice <laughs> <laughs> through his years of voice acting. Yeah, I have one word for Bing. You ready for this? Yes. God. <laughs> Yeah, like Morgan Freeman was yes. God and Bruce Almighty and stuff like that. There you go. Or whatever the fuck, however that fucking stupid movie went. That's Bane good. could be God in any movie. All right, next up, Kyle, real quick. Arthur Kleinfeld III. Action Arthur. hero. Oh, yeah. Simple. You're the guy. Commando style. Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> fucking the, what is that, that that gun that you could, that, that revolves like off of a helicopter? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, shit, yeah. What's like that a, one? Like, some type <laughs> of like Gatling gun or something? The one that, I don't know. That, yeah. Yeah, you get what uh-huh. I'm saying. He, he's, he's behind that. He knows what it is. <laughs> Rick, Rick. Yeah, what do you got for Rick? Mm. I got Rick as the cool breakdancing friend. Yeah, you know the one that doesn't say much, but when he does, it it lands pretty hard. He's mm-hmm. not the star of the movie. He's one of the sort of accessory category ca- uh, characters. And and Rick is Rick's the guy that pops in, and he's like, oh, I was just uh, you know at this far-reaching point of the planet where I like you know assimilated with the local culture to learn some like new dance move that I'm going to incorporate into my like. You know, repertoire. <laughs> All right. Well, now we're going to end with three. Pa- we're we're, we're going to end with, not three. Fuck it. I messed that up. We're going to end with, uh, no, three powerful ones. Oh, okay. But one of You didn't ba- fuck it up. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> man. Anyway, the honey baby. Ah, oh, the honey baby. The honey baby. I'm casting her as the strong minority woman of um, of a movie that you don't quite know is going to be. It's not, a rom- it's not a rom-com, but it's a romance movie. Oh. And she's a... You know, into social justice, she's fighting the power and all that good stuff. But then, unexpectedly, falls in love with the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Something she swore she would never do. Hmm. This is kind of like this is kind of like you know what the honey baby's kind of like in um, not to sound uh you know, because I can't think of the right words right now, but like not a Tyler Perry movie, but 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 the look and feel of a classic. African American rom com, which tend to be more sophisticated and not as goofy and stupid as white people rom coms, right? Well, I am excited for the mail we're gonna get from this one. Yep. Right here. <laughs> and so, you know, you have you have so you have this intelligent uh, woman of color who's got career driven and she's she's made it and she's doing all these things right and she's uh, you know, not even looking, not even looking. She falls for the Coney Island robot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, that's still a little bit true to, too true to life right there. That's not, what do you got for Honey Baby? She's the PhD scientist that changes the world. Nice. Very good. All right, Kyle. Last two. All right. I think we've done this before, but fuck it, we're doing it again. Kyle! Oh, man! I got Kyle as Johnny Rico and Starship Troopers. <laughs> no. 
Um, Kyle, I'm going to cast Kyle as the jack-of-all-trades, the super-talented um, showman who's feeling his way through a new situation. He's, he's in this new city, and he's looking to, he's looking to put all the pieces in place. Um, and uh, But there's self-doubt there. and then But then things start going right, and next thing you know, he gets to shape his own destiny as opposed to having destiny sort of laid out for him. Uh, that's Kyle right there. Nice. Yeah, I'm not sure what the what the you know it could be like a big break on a Broadway show or uh, someone discovers him a talent scout. Next thing you know, like things Boom. that were once a struggle are coming are, are easy. James, James is in the film The Insider. He's Uh-oh. he's the whistleblower that brings down big money and yeah. and takes him down with strength. And confidence and extreme intelligence and no fucking fear takes him down, meets him head on. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then the sequel to both of those movies is Kyle and James. <laughs> Take on show business, right? <laughs> Kyle gets Kyle gets gets deep into the showbiz world, you know, and he sees it for what it is, all the, the, the dirty the, the dirty laundry of showbiz and he recruits his friend James, this loudmouth whistleblower, to bring it all down. And then they say, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just make a podcast instead. (laughs) (laughs) Not for the money, for the people. Yes. Podcast for the people. For the people. And in fact, that's what this episode was. A podcast for all our guest stars. A podcast for the people. Done, Kyle. There are more, actually. Let's do quick shout-outs, right? Shout-outs. Shout-outs to Lynn. Shout-outs to Laura. Shout-outs to the Mad Dog. Shout-outs to Jane. Sorry I couldn't get you. We'll get you the next time. Uh, it's just that we've been going for a while here. We gotta cut this episode. So but many shout outs to those people. They're great, and shout outs to all the people who will appear one day on the show. You yes. know who you are. Thank you all so much for all your continued Oof. support and help with this project. Uh, it has been wonderful. We hope to hear from you and get you all in the studio very soon. Oh, quick shout out to the NERP. This good work. The NERP. NERP alert. My family. Everyone. It's been involved. Yeah. Thanks so much. We are out of time. Yeah, man. This one's for you, the guest stars. Hope you appreciate it. Hope you enjoy the films you were cast in. (laughs) Oh, my God. We should have given them titles. Great. Well, yes. Dangerous territory. (laughs) (laughs) But, again, thank you all. Lat on the set with Kyle and James. And, of course, all of you. Thanks for participating. Check us out on YouTube and iTunes. Anywhere you find podcasts, we are there. Lat on the set with Kyle and James. Send us some mail. What movies would you like to be in? What episodes would you like to come on the show and talk to us about? We'll schedule you in. Get you in the studio. Loud on the set at gmail.com. Let us know. Hope you enjoyed it. Again, thank all of you guest stars for coming on the show. Have a wonderful day. See you later. And cut.